I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 35 of the podcast. Very excited to be here with you today, as always. Thank you for stopping by. Please hit that subscribe button. This way you can stay up to date with all the latest and greatest we got for you here on First Class Fatherhood. What an exciting week it has been so far. I had a chance to talk to a Navy SEAL on Monday. Yesterday, I had the opportunity to speak with an inspiring young woman. And today, I'll be talking to a world traveler. That's right. We're talking about Ricky Shetty, the daddy blogger. As he and his wife travel across the world with their three children, he will be checking in with me today from Costa Rica. So please stick around. You do not want to miss that. I got an exciting weekend coming up. I got my son's birthday, my oldest son, my first child. He will be turning 12 on Saturday. So that is very exciting. My most downloaded episode is number 32, a conversation with Mrs. Lace. So if you did not get a chance to enjoy that episode, I highly recommend you go back to number 32 and check out a conversation with Mrs. Lace. So much of a success, we will be bringing her back to the podcast on Friday. Uh, That's right. Mrs. Lace will be joining me again here on Friday. So stay tuned for that. You do not want to miss out. Thank you all so much for your comments and your compliments. Trying to do my best to bring you a positive fatherhood podcast here. Hopefully... You guys are enjoying it as much as it sounds like you are. Uh, So stay tuned. We got Ricky Shetty, the daddy blogger, on the other side of the spot here. I'm Alec Lace, and you are listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to First Class Fatherhood here. I have another First Class Father on the line with me. He is the owner and operator of Daddy Blogger, where he writes about parenting from a father's perspective with a big emphasis on family travel with young kids. Ricky Shetty joining us on First Class Fatherhood. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood, Ricky. Thank you so much, Alec. It's a joy and a pleasure and an honor to be on your podcast, First Class Fatherhood. Where are you joining us from today? I'm in San Jose, Costa Rica, in Central America. It's the capital. Uh, We've been traveling around uh, Central and South America for the last year, and we're nearing the end of our Daddy Blogger World Tour, the Latin American portion anyway, and then we're heading to the Philippines uh, actually tomorrow. So the next time you talk to me, I'll be in the beautiful Philippines. Wow, it's amazing. And if you guys, you go to this uh, website here, the daddyblogger.com, it's amazing just to kind of track some of your travels that, you, that, that your family has gone on, these adventures. What, what got you started? I mean, this goes all the way back to the birth of your kids. What kind of got you rolling with this idea? It actually goes back to even pre-kids. I, I did a lot of traveling in my 20s. Uh, I would uh, traveled around Europe as a backpacker. I taught English in Japan. Uh, then I traveled around Asia. Then I studied in uh, Sydney, Australia. I traveled around Oceania, Australia, New Zealand. Um, I've even done uh, some traveling in um, Canada, the U.S., but there was a big part of the world I hadn't seen, uh, which was South America and Central America, and I'd also not seen a lot of Africa. Um, so uh, what we ended up doing is uh, um, we, we currently have uh, three kids, so it's my wife and we have three kids. Our daughter's five, and then our son is three, and then we have a little guy who's one, so five, three, and one-year-old. And around the time when our third child was uh, about to be born, I had uh, some long conversations with my wife about whether we should travel and uh, take the kids on the road while they're so young and also, uh, uh, you know, um, just uh, make a decision to actually travel or not. Uh, So after many lengthy uh, late night conversations, we finally decided 
Um, it would be good to travel now while they're still young before they enter school, because once they're in school and programs and activities and uh, classes and all, uh, it'll be very hard to pull them out of all those things to do extended long-term travel. So uh, we decided to travel, um, you know, the best time is always now, as I say. So we try, decided to travel um, when they're young. And uh, the cool thing about living in Canada, for those of your listeners who don't know, in Canada, we have something called uh, one-year paid maternity leave. I repeat, it's one-year paid maternity leave. My wife uh, uh, was working for Best Buy Canada, and uh, she was working corporate, and uh, she was still getting a salary for the whole year, and she got the time off. So how many times in your life can you get both money coming in and time off? The perfect scenario to go traveling. Uh, so that, it just felt, it felt like the balls were um, falling into place. And for me, I work online. I do private coaching. I do mastermind groups. I, I do online courses, virtual summits, uh, travel blogging, affiliate marketing, Kindle sales. So I, I have uh, several different online income sources. So it makes sense for me, too, because I, I can work remotely from anywhere in the world, as long as you have good Wi-Fi, of course. So you did a lot of this traveling, too, before you had kids. What's the hardest part about doing that, traveling now with kids, as opposed to doing it by yourself? Oh, there's many challenges when you add kids to the equation. Uh, when I was a solo backpacker, single in my 20s, I was actually a lot more energetic and fit and uh, healthy. In my 20s now, I'm uh, 41. So obviously, just my age uh, makes it harder to travel as, as I did in my 20s. Then you add uh, my wife and kids into the equation. And of course, it's going to be much more challenging in terms of uh, uh, everything, uh, you know, like um, checking in, checking out of uh, jumping onto buses, um, you know, obviously carrying more stuff for the kids and, uh, you know, dealing with uh, their needs. Uh, they need to play, they need to rest, they need to uh, eat on time, they need for, need for structure, need to, uh, for schooling and socialization. Uh, so all those variables add to the frustration and the stress and um, the joy and the blessing too. I, I mean, there's incredible joy and blessing to travel with the kids and uh, to see their world through their eyes. So when I traveled alone, I had no one to share those memories with. And uh, there's a saying, uh, happiness is best shared. Uh, so now that I get to create these lifelong memories with them, it's much more powerful because we can uh, reflect on our uh, travel experiences together. We have all these pictures and photos and obviously blog posts and my site. So, yeah, it's been an incredible blessing overall in spite of the challenges and the difficulties, Alec. Yeah, you're not kidding. It really is fun to look at the website and see all the places you've been to. Do you and your wife kind of have like a, a code red word where like if you see something with the children where they're kind of like, if there's a certain thing that they say or they're starting to have the itch of like, man, this is really getting on. Do you have like a certain thing where you say, if we hit that point, we're going to call it quits on this traveling? Yeah, I mean, uh, we already decided that before we left. Uh, if at any point people didn't like it, uh, obviously me and my wife would be the biggest decision makers. But if our kids uh, like were uh, um, not happy, um, you know, displeasure with the travels, we would uh, turn back and go back to Vancouver at any point. Uh, our kids are the ones that have found it really easy. Our kids, uh, you know, they just run around and make friends and learn the language. And they have no problem, like, jumping on buses and uh, checking and checking out of hotels. And uh, they don't need to do the travel planning like my wife and me do. About that travel planning, who, who really maps that out? Like, for, now, how far out in advance do you map the, uh, the trip, or is it from one city to the next time? Yeah, so for, for me, I, like I said, I'd done a lot of traveling um, before I got married, and my wife hadn't done as much, so she trusts me with kind of the itinerary or the travel planning. She's really good at doing the, the flights. She's good at getting good cheap flights, and she's really good at uh, finding cheap accommodation. So I will do more of the, the logistics of where we're going to go and the route we're going to take, and she'll do, like, the accommodation and the flight bookings. Um, so how we do that is we basically have uh, 
the general route we're going to take already set in place. And then we're very flexible in terms of number of days or uh, how long we're going to stay in a place. And if we like it, we'll stay longer. If we don't, we'll go, go uh, to the next place faster. Wow, what an awesome adventure, man. Has there ever, is there one city or one country uh, that, that really shocked you that you didn't expect to be so awesome? And then you got there and were like, wow, you were kind of blown away by it? Absolutely. There was um, that the city and the country I always go back to for this question is uh, South Africa and especially Cape Town. I didn't know much about South Africa. I'd heard about in passing, of course, they have the animal safaris there, they had the apartheid there, and Nelson Mandela's from there. But besides all that, I didn't know much about the country of South Africa. Uh, but uh, we decided to go primarily to see the animal safari uh, because that was one of my big bucket list items and a forced course for the kids. What better place is there to see animals than on a safari as opposed to a zoo? So we went there for the animal safari, but we also spent, uh, uh, it ended up being two months exploring South Africa from Johannesburg, the capital, into Cape Town overland. Uh, again, we got some sponsors through our blog. Uh, shout out to them, Bas Bas. They sponsored our travels there. Um, so when we were traveling South Africa, we really started seeing the incredible beauty of the place in terms of the natural beauty. Um, there's the oceans, the mountains, the incredible landscapes. You got the garden route. Uh, then Cape Town. I would say it's the, one of the most beautiful, from an aesthetic point of view, cities in the world. Uh, I've been to like uh, seven to 800 cities in the world over the course of my life, um, all over, you know, like the place I mentioned. Uh, I would say top three include Sydney, Australia, in terms of the harbor and the natural uh, aesthetic beauty, Rio de Janeiro, because of the Christ Redeemer and then the, the, all the hills and then the Atlantic Ocean. And then uh, Cape Town, because of Table Mountain, then you've got the City Bowl and then you know, the Indian Ocean. So... Uh, Cape Town blew me away in terms of the natural beauty and South Africa blew me away in terms of uh, diversity of uh, what to see and do and of course all the animals. So my wife and me both agree that South Africa is our favorite country in the world until now. Wow, wow, definitely got to put that on the map here. Uh, the talk, hey, Ricky, talk to me about weather. How, how lucky have you been with weather? Have you get caught in any typhoons, hurricanes along the way? Yeah, I mean, there's a luck variable to weather, but we, uh, for the most part, are sun chasers. So I'm actually from Vancouver, BC, Canada. My wife's from Manila, Philippines, but we both live in Canada. And uh, for those of you who don't know, the Pacific Northwest is gloomy, rainy, overcast, pretty much eight months of the year. <laughs> uh, and then you got the sun, like, you know, uh, popping its head out uh, for about four months in, the, you know, the May, June, July, August, September kind of time frame. The rest of the year, it sucks, honestly. Uh, so I don't like living in the Pacific Northwest, so... Uh, we decided during this trip we're going to chase the sun, uh, so to speak. Uh, so we uh, have been mostly in sunny, hot weather uh, climates the whole trip. And I'll just uh, share a quick little anecdote. I haven't worn pants for six months and I actually got rid of my pants. I do wear shorts and I wear t-shirts, but I only travel with shorts and t-shirts now because there's no need for me to wear pants. And I was like, why am I carrying on pants that I never use? So uh, the last cold country we were in was, was Bolivia. When we left Bolivia, uh, we actually, I got rid of my pants and I'm like, hey, if I need pants again, I'll buy them. And, up, and now we're here six months later and I still haven't bought any. And we're heading to the Philippines and I'm, I'm still not going to need any. So I'm okay with wearing shorts and t-shirts the rest of my life. We're in, in late April here. And we're still wearing coats and sweatshirts over here. So you're walking around in your short pants. You're not going to make too many people happy about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's a choice, right? So we've made a choice to... Um, to, to live and to travel in places that we like, the climate in. For me, I don't really need the winter. I'm okay with not having it. I, I prefer just to hang out in the... Actually, my favorite season is spring. I want to uh, um, live in springtime weather the whole year because 
summers can get it quite hot, especially the areas we're traveling in. So you got the humidity and the heat and this, you know, you start to sweat and need to take showers more often. So ideally, I'd like to just live in springtime weather the whole year. Sunny, blue sky, springtime weather is my cup of tea. Wow, it's awesome. I highly recommend, guys. You got to go over to the daddyblogger.com. Check it out. Where else can we find you, Ricky? I'm on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Google+, Snapchat. I'm quite active on my Facebook, uh, you know, both my personal and Daddy Blogger. I'm quite active on Instagram, posting pictures of our trip. I'm quite active on YouTube as well. Go to daddyblogger.com and you can click all the, on the links and follow me along there. And I'll be happy to uh, follow back and connect with uh, any, any of your listeners. Uh, I love uh, inspiring dads to travel. It's such an incredible blessing to connect with your kids. And of course, um, you know, it helps short, uh, shape their identity to, for them seeing the world. Man, Ricky Shetty, everybody, he is crushing the World Wide Web. And he's also crushing the world travel. You're doing it in both worlds, Ricky. Yes, both the physical and the virtual. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, you're all over the internet. You're all over the world. It's really exciting to see some of this stuff, skydiving, some of the landmarks. It's just amazing what you guys are doing, the fun that you're having. And I love to see you guys living it up. And I really do appreciate you uh, taking a few minutes of your time to chat with me here on First Class Fatherhood. And you're doing a phenomenal job as well. You know, we need more people like you, Alec, to, uh, to really uh, equip fathers to be the best dads that can be. So I just want to give you a, a big kudos for the incredible work you're doing. Uh, so keep up the great work, my friend. Thank you very much, Ricky. And I really look forward to talking to you on your show in just a little bit here. Yeah, make sure you check out Alec's episode, too, if you want to know more about him. Uh, it will be on my podcast, and the link will be on daddyblogger.com as well. All right. Thank you very much. Ricky Shetty, everybody. Daddyblogger.com. Check him out. Thanks, Ricky. Thanks, Alex. We'll be back after a quick break. All right. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. That was Ricky Shetty, the Daddy Blogger. Go check him out, daddyblogger.com. Tomorrow, we're going to be back to the topic of the day here on First Class Fatherhood. So please join me again. Don't forget, sharing is caring. Keep doing your part out there and share the podcast wherever you can. I'm Alec Lace. You're listening to First Class Fatherhood. And remember, you may not always get to fly first class, but you are always a first class father.